Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest, one minute of lunchtime per episode. <laughs> I'm Megan Coleman from MASH Minute. I'm Tierney Steele, also of MASH Minute. For those of you who didn't listen to our earlier two episodes, we are having a little bit too much fun talking about a clean, pretty movie starring suave Hollywood legends like Cary Grant. And uh, I I hope my audio is okay because I'm now sitting on the floor next to my microphone just to, you know, make things a little bit easier. (laughs) We should probably mention, too, you're traveling at the moment, so you don't have your normal setup. I am, anyway. tra- I am leaning on a card catalog from the old <gasps> Norwalk Public Library that they put out Jealous. for the garbage men to pick up. And my grandmother <gasps> said, well, I'm taking that home. I like your grandmother. So that's been in my family since the 40s. And uh, <gasps> yeah, I'm leaning on that. And I'm two gin and tonics in. And I'm feeling very Roger Thornhilly at the moment. Fabulous. Yes, it's a fabulous time. (laughs) It is. So minute 103, which looks so clean in comparison to MASH. (laughs) Shall we just be honest? Starts off, I think this is the right minute, right? Yes. Yes. Sorry, guys. Okay. Yes, 103. So it starts off with uh, Cary Grant. He's walked away from the Mount Washmore Observatory. He's said something to the professor and they end up in the lunchroom. Which looks so clean. Can I just talk about how beautiful and clean and atmospheric this is? Can you tell we did a war thing? movie? We did a war movie, right? And now there's like waiters and waitresses and Mount Rushmore in the background and those windows. Not sloppy, questionable food rations and real coffee. Real coffee, guys. Real coffee. I should probably go get some coffee. That'd be useful. After coffee, Cary Grant then sees Eva St. Marie who plays the fabulous Eve with, what's his face? (laughs) Oh. The villain of the movie. So I'll be talking about the awesomeness of James Mason and Martin Landau for the rest of this week, I I wanted to call him James Mason, but I'm like, that's not his real name in the film. It is not. uh, Van Damme. Van Damme. Philip Van Damme. I don't know why we decided to say it that way. Again, I'm... (laughs) Sitting on a floor leaning on our card catalog, don't judge me. Um, I like it. <laughs> he's, he's our he's our spy. He's the guy who's kind of got Thornhill into all this mess, really. He's not the spy, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. The villain. He may or may not be stealing government secrets. Woo, Cold War, woo. Before we go inside, I just have a couple little things to notice at the start of this, because as you said, he sees that they've pulled up, goes running out. And uh, one thing that I noticed, again, we mentioned earlier that neither of us has been to Mount Rushmore. So if people have an observance, please let us know. Supposedly, this parking lot is not on the same level. It's like actually hundreds of feet lower. So you would have to be looking like through the binoculars to see it. <laughs> Minor detail in Hitchcock land. To see the right. detail of a specific car driving up and the specific people getting out. Minor uh, but detail. movie magic, it is an awesome looking parking lot. I realize I'm very biased by being into these cars. Oh. And then nothing like a 50s car. There really is. And there are so many. It's a whole parking lot full of them, obviously. And then I also have a lot of love for the professor's little scurry inside. Oh, yes. Let me fold up my newspaper and 
dot my hat and and but like he starts walking and then like it's almost like he's like I'm not going fast enough scuff 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 oh yeah yeah which I always appreciate if you are jaywalking but then you do a little like I'll go a little faster scuff 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 scuffle I'm just gonna let you go I'm not gonna be a jerk about it because you're trying you've acknowledged that you need to hurry up. I hate, however, that because I was so taken with the scuffle, I was paying very close attention when Cary Grant goes into, granted, another door of the lunchroom, but like just the other side of the lunchroom. Yeah. And the lighting is completely different. Cary Grant walks across that same patio. Seconds later, and it's clearly hours later Later. because the sun has moved. (laughs) The sun's moved a lot, guys. A lot. lot. And then then when he walks in, now that I'm noticing this, when it walks in, I'm not sure that lighting is consistent, if you will. (laughs) Nope. He's like, nope. What time is it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's daytime. At least they're consistent there. If you've been in a Robert Altman movie, it could be night. (laughs) Right? So... Score flood Hitchcock. All right. Fair point. Again, Megan and I are sure that Hitchcock and Altman are currently in the afterlife. Really not pleased with us not at all. Not pleased. <laughs> but yes. about us, it's great. I, I kind of love that mental image, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, we go into this lunchroom and uh, you pointed out how clean and wonderful it is. And I would like to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Because earlier in this movie... We saw a newspaper, and someone, paying more attention than I, went onto the internet and worked out that based on that date and that year, mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving. It's lunchtime like during at Thanksgiving scene. in this scene. And I'm pretty sure that the National Park Service would be, well, I shouldn't assume. I would, you'd think they'd at least have curtailed operations. Let's put it that way. I mean, none of this was filmed in uh, November. I mean, multiple things in this movie have proven that. I just think it's funny that we walk into this bustling lunchroom and it's supposedly, you know, noon or whatever on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) (laughs) But happy Thanksgiving, regardless. Happy Thanksgiving, I guess. Yay! And then once I got over being obsessed with the gorgeousness of those windows, I also noticed the waitresses, but I think in probably a different way than you did. Because what I noticed... (laughs) was that their uniform makes me think of Veronica Lodge working at Pops in the TV show Riverdale. Oh, interesting. Well, it's a very 50s sort of, I don't want to say, like soda girl almost look to me. Yeah. Like she should work at a soda counter. Funny you should mention soda counters. (laughs) Can anyone explain to me how this service counter works? Because it doesn't appear, like, he kind of cuts that... Does he cut a line here? I feel like he cuts line, and people are just sort of like, okay, that's cool. Where is he supposed to be paying? Where do the waitresses come into it? I am so confused. Did he pay for his coffee, or did he just take the coffee? He does not. I I don't know if you're supposed to pay, like, if this is a ticket situation on the way out. I mean, because it looks like the people he kind of cut off there have trays, and they've stopped to maybe talk to the waitress to inquire at least about how this all works. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Grant has all the confidence in the world to just go, cup of coffee, thank you. <laughs> I Table. guess when you're Carrie Grant, you can just get coffee like that. <laughs> I have a mission. I have a woman to save. I'm sorry. You know. I'm so glad, though, <laughs> coffee you weren't and woman. like, oh, it's a- <laughs> 
Megan and I are both mothers and we understand the importance of getting coffee immediately when you need it. <laughs> yes, even if I have to drink decaf for reasons. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's all good. If you think I'm fun on alcohol, you should see me on caffeine. Ooh, girl. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, so Cary Grant on a mission. Cary Grant over on to a, a mission table. to cut lines. Cut lines. <laughs> sits at a table so he can view who's coming in the door. And then the scene ends just when Eva, I, and her name's Eve. She's played by Eva. God, I wonder if that was confusing to her at all, at least the first couple days Or if on it set, was convenient. Right? Or if it was convenient, because she kind of just knew to look. Like, I don't know, maybe a little of both. Either way, she strolls in looking way fancier compared to anyone else in this joint. And that's saying a lot for 1959, I feel like. Yeah. Well, everyone else here is on vacation, relaxing. Having she a has good a very time. Jackie O kind Looking of like look my grandmother on. with her short hair done like that. <laughs> yes. Pearl, she's got a pearl necklace. She's got gloves. Yeah, she's she's fancy. fancy handbag. She's fancy. And the gentleman she's with is he's more fancy just because three-piece suit, but he's not the only one wearing a three-piece suit. So, uh, you know, they're accomplices. Yeah, well, Cary well. Grant upped the suit quota in this lunchroom when he walked in. Oh, Most yes. of the other men are wearing that, like, it's not jersey, but, like, the polo shirt. What's that material it's made of? When it's, it's like, not the actual polo like, shirt, it's, like, the softer jersey. And it's always tucked into their pants yeah. with the super skinny belt. Right, right. And nowadays, it would be, like, a poly rayon blend that's yeah, supposed to it, look like cotton jersey. Yeah. I didn't that then. As good as he looks... I hate him because I do not enjoy when men hold women's elbows like this. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. I don't care what their reasoning is. Don't do that. It's creepy and like possessive and icky. And also, it feels really weird. Let's just forget the other two things. It just feels weird. Because they're grabbing kind of the back of your arm, but they're not. And then you have to like hold I mean, your arm very stiff. Yeah. Um, and then that makes the, you just stiff and just... The only reason to hold someone's arm there is so that you could yank them places and you should not be yanking anyone like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely uncalled for. It makes me think of all my, like, grandma's aunt stories of... of they didn't even call them men who... Pinchers. Pinchers. Men who pinch. Ooh, then they would pinch, yes. like, the back of your arm above your elbow. And it's just like, oh, God. It also sort of reminds me of, like, so especially when they first walk in, he has that hat that he's kind of mm-hmm. holding in front of him. And it sort of makes me think, like, oh, there could be a gun there. And he's, like, kind of holding oh. her hostage, which you could argue maybe he, in a way, he... He is emotionally he is. holding her hostage, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. But it's just sort of, ugh. And that green vest does not really go with that gray. I'm sorry. Does not go with the rest of his suit. I know Cary Grant is, like, upped his forever has upped the three-piece suit game by his suit in this movie. I think there's been fashion listed of listed it as one of the most fashionable men's outfits in movie history, but maybe it's just that. But I'm going to hashtag save it for next minute because <laughs> okay. a good 70% of my notes for minute 104 are about men's fashion. Oh, okay. So. Sorry. Sorry. We'll, we'll, no, we'll no. Hold it. Sorry. It's completely legitimate to notice in this minute, and I have some notes on hers, but yeah, you're right. The stiffness is what really stands out when they walk in. Even though she still manages to sort of own, make that lunch from her runway, right? She just is like, <laughs> like she has all the confidence to match Carrie Grant, as we will soon see. But um, 
<laughs> she and Cary Grant were made for each other. Oh, God, they have such great chemistry. Great casting. Great casting. I think uh, I think they made the right choice. <laughs> they definitely made the right choice. Yes. For obvious reasons. I will I will look it up, even though I'm sure people have already talked about it. I will look up who the person was that he wanted to cast, because that seems oh, right. yeah, relevant. And I know it was all over the trivia. Jim Stewart, because James Stewart was in Vertigo. Oh, yeah. And Hitchcock was telling him about the plot, and he says, that sounds great. I cannot picture... James Stewart as Roger O. Thornhill. No, because I mean, yeah, I mean, you want like a somebody who come off as like average, I guess. But Jimmy Stewart seems a little too average. Yeah. I, I mean, in this role, I mean, you know. No, I know what you mean. I'm just trying to think. And at this point, he's like older too, right? Well, I think that was one of Hitchcock's excuses. Like, oh, he's older. And then they cast Cary Grant. He's actually older than him. Right. But he. Not by well, much. Yeah, it, it is. I think I read too that the woman who plays Grant mother I was actually only a year older than Cary Grant when they filmed this oh. how depressing is that uh. like we're the same age but thanks Hollywood I'm I'm playing your mother thanks Hollywood thanks Hollywood all right just to lose any credibility with our listeners I must admit that I've never seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington <gasps> but I have seen Bell Book and Candle huh I mean, he's great in Rear Window, but there's a smoothness to Thornhill. Well, but that's because it's yeah. mm, That's hard. I mean, maybe it would have worked out, right? Maybe in... Maybe. But, but there's just something I just, about... I picture him at, from It's a Wonderful Life, and that guy is not this guy. That guy could not cut the line for coffee and not get questioned about it at all, as he, yeah. we think, maybe steals coffee and goes and takes a table. <laughs> The one thing I will say is, but again, he's playing the everyman. I was trying to think of, um, I'm really in the mood to watch the Philadelphia story. When I was researching this movie, it made me really, really want to rewatch the Philadelphia story. And he is a, he's not an aw shucks small town guy in that movie. Like, no, Mike is a cool guy in that movie. But the whole point is that he has this kind of like not fancy edge. Like that's the whole point of his character there. Right. So I can't Like on paper he's perfect, but he's missing that one little thing. And so I, I don't, I don't know that Jamie Stewart was a good choice for this role. I think Hitchcock had the right call. I think he, yeah. Ooh, can oh, you imagine Cary Grant sh- in rear, rear Window? That would be weird too, right? I mean, just, ugh. Well, well yeah. No, nah. nah, still weird. It's easier to imagine that than the reverse, but yes, That's true. I get you, yeah. what you mean. What movie just popped into my head? Rear Window, Cary Grant, Philadelphia Story. Shoot, I just thought of some really weird recasting thing, and now it's completely gone from my brain. But if I think about it, I'll mention it online. <laughs> Sounds good. The Girl who plays Veronica Lodge in the TV show Riverdale is fantastic. Actually, all the actresses on that show are. And <laughs> uh, it's Madeline something that plays Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, she's just a goddess. It's fantastic. I don't know. Well, actually, maybe she could pull off this look if they remade. If they remade North by Northwest today. I'm sorry. I know half our listeners just threw up a little in their mouths. If oh. they remade North by Northwest. Oh, Okay, I'll, I'll go with it. Okay, go. Ooh. Who are you casting? Who are you casting? Mm. 
What's your gut say? I'm trying to think of like actors now that aren't old enough to be my father. Because you want someone about our age. You want someone like the 30s. Here's the problem. Most of the people our age in movies now are playing like teenagers. Avengers. (laughs) That's true too. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Could Chris Evans be in this movie? (gasps) Ooh. Because Chris Evans can clean up. He could definitely clean up. He can clean up, but he's still got that everyman thing going on. Right, right. If he if he's not too buff, right? I mean, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Captain America, he has to take that down a notch or two, right? That no <laughs> several offense, notches America. down to right. fit into these suits. Right, you can't you can't look like you have a trainer, which you do. I know you do, Chris. It's okay, but like everyone, yeah, does, I could see that. I want Adam Driver to be in this movie. I just I'm not sure what role because. <sighs> For all the controversy, whatever, he is a fantastic actor. Wait, who would you have as a professor? I wonder if I want Adam Driver as the professor. Even though he's not that much older? Hmm. Him or Van Damme. Wait, John Claude Van Damme? No, 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 as Van oh. Damme. As, as oh, James as Van Damme. Okay, sorry, I was like, wait a second. Wait, you want who No, John Claude Van Damme is the professor. All right, there we go. That works generationally. But I mean, it does, but I don't know if it's a good... Where he's not an older generation, but he's older enough. Right. <laughs> Right. Um. <laughs> what about? Oh, I don't know why I just pictured Matt Damon as like the professor. Hmm. Because he's been in so many spy movies. <laughs> Probably that's it. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Yeah, as maybe the professor. that's it. As the professor. An injury sidelined him, and now he's forced. To- <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now he's forced to be on the other side, so to speak. Oh, you know what? I have not seen her in too many different things but the girl who plays supergirl i think could have the look for eve <gasps> oh she has the look she definitely no, she has, totally the look, has the look but i've only seen her in that role and then like on her instagram so i i don't know if she would be good at playing because eve has to be able to be like bitchy smooth yes and i don't know that she could do and that she has she's to an actress well so maybe too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that's a possibility. All right, there we go. That's my favorite. Who's going to be the new Martin Landis? I'm going to... Uh, Martin Landau. Little off. Oh, Landau. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> that's the thing. Adam Driver. I, actually, I kind of want to throw him there. You want to throw him there? Where he can there? be, like, menacing, but also, not, you know, like, the power behind the throny sort of. Yeah, and he doesn't look too suspicious. Like, yeah. he could come off as a really high-powered CEO or something. Yeah. He blends. <laughs> he could blend enough. Right, yeah. Well, now that we've completely no, I, horrified I, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I can't imagine. I know. Can you imagine if they did the, the, the famous plane scene, crop dusting plane scene today? Like, they would Ooh. CGI the hell out of it. It would probably look horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Although there's a little bit of a backlash, maybe whoever, it would depend on who was in charge of the project. That's true. You could get someone who has the balls of an Alfred Hitchcock who's just like, oh, no, 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 I'm doing it all practically. That would be amazing and frightening as hell for whoever is support actor. But like, <laughs> talk about method acting. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I've just gotten cynical in my Avenger sort of, you know. Yeah. Like, so much is CGI'd now that it's like, oh, it, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to, but. Yeah, yeah. But but sometimes I'm just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. These things happen. I guess so. <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you. If you're still listening, 
help me come up with how to get Zendaya involved in this project because I <gasps> have adored her and everything I've Actually, seen her in, even things I didn't she, like. Wouldn't she be a great Eve, though? Hmm, you know what? That is my bias. I'm thinking of her as being way too young for Eve, but is she? I bet you she has enough, like, charisma and, like, presence that she could, even if you think she's too young, I bet mm-hmm. you she could pull it off. All I bet right. you that would be really cool. Plus, she, like, would wear, I mean, she always looks fabulous, right? They'd put her in, like, anything and she'd look fab. She would She would just <laughs> look the part, right? I mean, mm-hmm. ooh. Okay, so then Diana, All right, well, <laughs> you should tell people where they can find us so that they can just roast us in the comments. These girls are crazy. Because I'm sobering up, but it's not getting better about Hitchcock. <laughs> so if you want to give your feedback on our recasting... <laughs> You could do that on Twitter at Hitchcock Minute. Or if, uh, what is, what is Twitter now? Like 260 characters? It used to be 140. Uh, 280, I want to say. 280? Okay, if you need more characters yeah. than that, because you got all the feelings, or you have the master <laughs> fabulous, you've already thought about this and you got your list, find us on Facebook at The Man on Washington's Nose. Mm. I think that's a fabulous group name. It's so great. It's kind of like how it's with Nash, we had, we had um, the post F word. Get it? Yeah, Get it? Mash Minutes post up listeners ward is where you can I find us and talk all things Mash, including recasting, because yes. apparently that's a thing Megan and I do. We do it all the time. I mean, not literally. We're not literally calling people up and not. offering them movie roles. They yeah. wouldn't take possibly. We do anything. it a lot. We do we it. We gotta stay entertained. Yes. Um, and you can find the Hitchcock Minute podcast. Um, there's some other great podcasting hosts doing other minutes on your podcaster choice, of, such as Apple Podcast or Google Play, or you can go straight to the site, HitchcockMinute.com. And we're all on MoviesByMinutes.com, including the, can you say original Movies by Minutes? Because there were a few that kind of co-created, but Star Wars Minute is the one that seemed to really kick off this community. I just wanted to give a shout out to Pete and Alex, who can definitely have a little walk-on role in our remake of North by Northwest. Yeah. Perhaps we'll put them in the pants. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they might never speak to me again. <laughs> I'll be like person Negrata. They'll be like, uh oh, not Megan. Uh oh, no. <laughs> We're banned from the movies by minutes meetups for all time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or I'll show up and they'll be like, hey, and like far away, like don't want to get too close. <laughs> Look what I do. What's up, guys? Hey. If I go, I need to wear plaid now just to like freak everybody out. Like I need to find some pants like that. <laughs> Well, again, every woman here with, like, the shoulder-length hairstyle looks exactly like my grandmother, apparently. So I know what I'd look like if I decided to emulate the people in this scene. There you go. It's a good yeah, time. So I think we should I think we should kind of call it, and we'll talk more about fashion, because I have thoughts on Eve's hat. We'll talk more oh. about this setting, because these windows are f- just blowing my mind with their gorgeousness. Oh, mid-century. I love you. Yeah. And we're going to get some smooth bad guy back and forth. Oh, it's fabulous, guys. You should listen to more. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.